Yo. It's a Saturday morning. Got family coming over. My daughter and uh, her husband. My younger daughter. My wife. Maybe my stepson will be here today. My son in North Carolina has chosen not to attend, but send us some writing for us to read. Because today we're spreading the ashes of my late wife. And I've been thinking about words I want to tell, or words I want to say. And I find that I relate to everything through stories about like the story of when we met, the story of when I put a poem on her neighbor's car, when I took her to see Dark Crystal. And I have these moments and times that are captured. Of course, I have stories about things that are not very pleasant. You know, where her or me did something that wasn't very cool or nice or thoughtful or kind or whatever word you want to use. There's more, of, at least of the ones I've stored in my head of me not being who I should be. And the people today that are coming to this ash spreading have their own stories about me, about Julie, about their mom. And some of them are only hearsay stories, like my wife and Julie never met. So she has stories that I've told and the kids have told. And she also works in the gardens that Julie set up. So we're all packed with these stories and these stories if we're not careful don't allow us to see the present my kids and I would say especially uh, my older daughter has a story of me and who I am and who I was um, a little harsher me a little more angry me a little more caught up in my own story, a little less authentic me, that I, my story is that she can't see me now because of the story she sees of me in the past. And perhaps I have stories of her, of always being controlling. She's a therapist and she always knows what should be done and what's the right path forward. And she's pretty wise in a lot of what uh, her ideas are well thought out of. She's smart. I'm sure she's a great therapist because she kind of takes charge. And a 
lot of people need someone to kind of take charge of their life. I don't happen to be one of those. Then my younger daughter has uh, stories of being the victim that she's trying to overcome. And she has stories of her, you know, now making her way and forging a new way. The victim role comes back sometimes and it can be triggered. The story of my daughter being a therapist and how everything should be when applied to the tendency of my younger daughter to be the victim is really not a good combination at this point in time. So I have, you know, this little bit of dread about the whole thing. Of stories, my daughters conflicting with each other and feeling the tension of that. And then, you know, the stout face of my older daughter and the, I knew this was going to happen, hurt look of my younger daughter kind of playing out in my head. I hope that me saying this will make me deal with it and not uh, help, help it happen. But I expect all families have these stories that whenever you have a gathering, there's the Uncle George or something that does weird things that ticks off Aunt Susie, whatever. And it's a challenge of how do you stay inside of yourself and centered in, in your own story and, and, and the being that you want to be now, the person you want to be the feeling you want to hold, the peace you want to hold, when it conflicts with other stories and your brain is busy making up the big story machine of our brain is making up these machinations about what could go south. I think part of the the secret there is not feeling like you need Like, I don't need to control that. That's between them. My wife has said, well, should I even be there? Because I'm not part of the family and I didn't know Julie and I feel like an outsider. Well, she's pretty much part of my life. So pretty much part of my younger daughter's life. Oh, and then my stepson. Yes, Asperger's and sometimes... Comments are kind of left field, which is okay. I'm sure I'm in left field a lot too. Right field is actually where I used to get put. But I don't know exactly where this podcast is going. But it's, I think this podcast is a little about family gatherings and the clashing of stories. 
There's also the situation of spreading ashes. <clears throat> I have lots of stories of my uh, late wife. Some good stories. And I have some stories that are very personal. And I have some bad stories that I keep to myself. And I'm always kind of afraid that all of our app overlapping stories will trigger a conversation where... I go into a story that, in my good senses, I wouldn't go into, and it triggers someone else's story or someone else's memory about how I didn't treat their mom right. So these like overlapping dreads, and uh, I even have a lot of these. I'm I'm writing a book called The Merging about Julie's last couple of years. And I know my kids, if they ever read it, will flip out. But it helps me to write the story. And I also think the story is universal in that we all have these stories that are, are in our head. And, you know, truth be known, we'd like to share them and talk about them and reach peace with someone else, but we have no hope of those around us being accepting of those stories. In this particular case, an affair that I had. And all the stories around that, um, I can write it in a book and publish it, and since nobody reads my stuff until after I'm gone, perhaps, It'll be safe there. (laughs) That's kind of uh, perverse that I would even do that. But I think the stories need to be told. I think most of our stories need to be told. We need to have an audience, even if it's a single person, to hear our stories. Not just the stories that make us look good. The stories in which we were the villain, we were the bad guy. Um, And the listener doesn't have to condone it or approve it or accept it even. They just need to listen and the story needs to be told. And I think we're full of stories that are untold. And we have multiple multiple personas in us and for instance like the our present leader brings out stories inside of people that have always been there but they've been awakened and there's some ugly stories that are being woken up but it wasn't like those stories weren't already inside of people They've had, for instance, if you take race, they've had a bad experience with a a black person and they've translated that into a racist narrative or they've had a good story about a black person and related that into a Kumbala story. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. Or the same person has mixed stories. And I think we somehow have to learn to listen to people's stories with 
less judgment and acceptance when possible. And accept that the person sitting in front of you has good and bad things going on. They're not all Nelson Mandela personality going on, even though they may be trying to play that role. And I don't think, you know, we need to nurture and feed the bad stories. Like the Indian story where they say you have two wolves living inside of you. One that's angry and hurtful and killing. And one that's a protector, a provider. Strong, noble, leading. Whatever you can put the characteristics in the young man asked the old Indian which one will grow and he said the one you feed so I think there's some truth to that that you can't feed the the bad stories but I also don't think um, you can be humble and learn to be humble unless you can look at your stories um, as objectively as possible with all their baggage that they're you're carrying about that story. I don't think you can be humble and learn humility without looking at stories on both sides of the spectrum. The beautiful and the ugly. Because we're all that. And, you know, we're all just trying to hope we can grow a little more of our beautiful side. But I think we all need to learn to look at the beautiful and the ugly of the person beside them and still learn how to love them. Anyway, I'm hoping this kind of helps me go into today and... uh, See the good stories of those around me and accept the ones that come out that are not their best and still love them. Anyway, this is the Ancient Texan. Hoping you have a good day and that you take a look at your stories. Namaste. Yo, this is the ancient Texan, an earthling, hoping we all can learn to live and play well together on this small and delicate planet we call home. May we all honor the sacred and our fellow inhabitants. Namaste.